0: Coming up, the Phillies and the Rays bring out the big bats on Tuesday. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB.
1: Every game, every team, every angle.
0: Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in, you're listening to Locked On Game-to-Game MLB. Local experts join us. Then we recap all the games for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Phillies hit five home runs and beat the Angels on Tuesday, giving Locked On Phillies and Angels hosts plenty of offense to talk about along the way.
2: The Angels and giving up leads. Name a better duo. What's going on, everybody? John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. I know it seems like deja vu because we had the same conversation yesterday, and we're having it again today. The Angels just cannot hold a lead no matter what they do. I know that the Phillies have a very powerful offense, but Tyler Anderson had six earned runs against him in this one. Despite the fact that the Angels had a 4-2 to lead in the sixth inning, then Angels pitching surrendered six runs in that bottom of the sixth to the Phillies. They end up losing this one 12-7. This comes on a day where the Angels placed so many players on Waivers in hopes of getting below the luxury tax. Now, I know it feels like a very arty Marino move. There's some nuance to it, and we're going to explain why this is so arty, but also explain what the Angels might be trying to do here. We're going to talk about all of that on Locked On Angels. So join Mike and I on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Phillies offense
3: goes nuclear as they take down the Los Angeles Angels. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Don't worry about that <laughs> bottom or top of the ninth inning. That doesn't count. Bottom line, the Phillies slugged five home runs. Trey Turner goes yard. Bryce Harper goes yard. Kyle Schwarber goes yard. Bryson Stott goes yard. Alec Bohm goes yard. The offense is insane right now. JT Romito had two hits. Trey Turner had three RBIs on the night. He's really hot right now. Bryce Harper's one home run away from 300. I mean, Bryson and Stott and Alec Bohm are insane. Uh, you walk right, uh, Bryce Harper to get to Alec Boehm, and the next thing you know, he's hitting a three-run home run. I mean, this team is up to 57 home runs for the month it's one of the greatest offensive months in the history of baseball and yes the bullpen needs to settle things down a little bit and the starting pitching can be a little bit better but this phillies team is playing unbelievable and they're swinging it so well at the plate right now we'll talk more in the next episode of locked on
4: phillies
0: If the Guardians are gonna make a comeback in the AL Central, it would start with a win over the division leading Twins yesterday. Our Locked On hosts tell you how everything finished up in Cleveland.
5: Cleveland Guardians beat the Minnesota Twins tonight 4-2, probably not what you expect after your starter pitches one inning back-to-back days with a starter exits early. Bullpen took care of it in this one. And, you know, three from Gaddis, two from Henches, one from Stefan, one from Sandlin, one from Classé. Uh, another Bo Naylor home run. I believe that's his last three starts he's homered in. A Doubles by Ramirez, Calhoun, and Arias. Arias had two yesterday, so that's three doubles uh, in the last two days for him. And, and overall, just the extra base hits that have been coming. Cleveland is now homered in eight straight games and nine out of ten. You have to go back to the Detroit Detroit series for the last time they didn't homer every game in the Dodgers series every game in the Blue Jays series and so far every game in this Twins series it's nice to see the power coming and it's you know not just the home runs it's more doubles but the home runs stand out Cleveland beats Twins four to two tonight so far it's a split in this series for the division crown
0: the Rangers won a pitcher's duel with the Mets in New York last night and our locked on hosts break down the matchup
4: Stop the presses. The Rangers have a winning streak for the first time, and it feels like eons. Rangers win it two to one over the Mets, take the series and just a much much needed win, just like everyone is in this pennant chase. I'm Bryce Paddock, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. This was a close one, another nail biter for the Rangers and another one run win. Some of the Rangers haven't done well and something they also haven't done well is gotten contributions from their bullpen, but in the Monday night win, they got three scoreless innings from the bullpen. In this win, they got three and two thirds, mostly scoreless innings, just a one run homer overall Uh, Roldis Chapman gave up a solo shot with a two-strike count in the bottom of the ninth inning, but it did not matter. The Rangers got the win. A big homer by Mitch Garver and this Rangers team looks like they are finally rolling yet again in a big, big win.
0: Coming up, the Cubs shut out the Brewers at Wrigley Field. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Are you struggling to close deals, cold outreach, wasting time of both the buyer and the seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data? Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this deep sales, and we built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash locked on. That's linkedin.com slash locked on for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash locked on and get started. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Blue Jays tried to chip away at it late, but the Nationals' lead was just a little bit too big to overcome for Toronto. Our Locked On Nationals host tells you what you need to know from the win in Canada.
6: The Nets can just simply never make it easy. The Nationals beat the Blue Jays 5-4, and oh my God, what a weird last few innings. First and foremost, let's start out with some highlights from today's game. Carter Keyboom getting another home run since joining the big league club just a little bit over last week. Now it's just been what, eight, nine days now. He's got a couple home runs in him. Carter keep him starting to turn some heads and let's be honest. He's not the only young guy who was turning heads in tonight's ball game. Jacob Young, first and foremost, clicks his first hit, which was a bunt, whatever. First and foremost, what everyone cares about that throw in the eighth inning, getting Alejandro Kirk, who let's be honest, not the fastest runner ever, but Jacob Young, That throw was incredible. That is why this Nationals team has deserved this scrappiness title. Then, of course, the ninth inning, Kyle Finnegan loading the bases, nobody out, and we still, somehow, someway, get the win.
7: Hello, friends. Craig Ballard locked on Blue Jays. Real quick housekeeping here. Just get the nightly comment out of the way. John Schneider, you are awful at this. The worst. Toronto Blue Jay offense, yet again, completely useless outside of Davis Schneider outside of his ninth inning at bat in a 5-4 home loss to Washington, one for 11 with runners in scoring position. My goodness. Tomorrow afternoon, series finale is the game of the season so far for the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's take a look at what's at stake. The September stretch drive is upon us, and the Blue Jays are 13-13 in August. Now, my goodness. So will they go limping into the pennant race month of September off of an under 500 August? Yikes. Yikes. And a loss tomorrow afternoon would mean that this homestand, which was six games all against teams under five hundred, would have gone two and four. Yikes again. I mean, as is, the Toronto Blue Jays have won just eight of their last 20 games at Rogers Centre. Now be sure to join me on the Locked on Blue Jay podcast tomorrow as we'll get set for that game. Plus, as tomorrow's the Blue Jays' last game in August, we'll deep dive the good and the bad and the ugly of what we saw from the Toronto Blue Jays this month.
0: The Astros never trailed in beating the Red Sox on Tuesday night, and our Locked on Red Sox host goes through Boston's third straight loss.
1: Hi, this is Gabby from Lockdown Red Sox. Another day, another frustrating loss for Boston as they fell 6 to 2 to the Houston Astros tonight. Duvall has truly just been unbelievable with this crazy tear that he's going on. Hit yet another home run tonight. That's 7 home runs in 9 games, which is absolutely nuts. And Brian Bayo did not have the best start tonight. Didn't have the worst start either. Gave up a couple home runs, and I thought he looked fine overall. But it's still a problem that the Red Sox starting pitchers are not going deep into games right now because it's really been forcing Cora to use bullpen arms in situations where they wouldn't normally pitch. And it's not fair because everybody's exhausted and they've been having to pull a lot of weight lately. So the starting pitching has just been a huge disappointment lately. Six and a half games out of the wild card now. So the chances of making it are slim to none.
8: Hey, Alex, you know one thing I miss? I miss hitting back-to-back home runs with you. Yeah, me too. Let's do it tonight versus the Red Sox. Okay, let's do that. But I think something else happened tonight. Oh, guess who's back? Michael Brantley's back. How are you doing, Michael Brantley? Oh, wait. Oh, I didn't know I was recording. Uh, Let me go and put my toys. Eric Heisman. This is Eric Heisman with the Locked On Astros podcast. And the Astros win the game 6-2. They had back-to-back home runs from Alvarez and Bregman early to game to stake an early lead for J.P. France, who recovered from his disastrous outing versus the same team at Midmate Park. You had the return of Michael Brantley, and then you had the rest of the bullpen come in. You had a great slide by Yiner Diaz, and then uh, now it's going to be a decision about how Dusty Baker is going to manage the playing time with Michael Brantley. Go and check out tonight's Locked on Astros podcast.
0: The Cubs scored the only run of the game in the first inning and beat the Brewers at Wrigley Field yesterday. Locked on Brewers has the recap after taking a tough loss.
9: Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman from the Lockdown Brewers Anchor Desk. Yeah, you know, The Brewers' nine-game winning streak comes to an end. This was like one of those games we've seen so many times this year where they just couldn't score. one nothing. Justin Steele on the hill. The guy's 15-3. and And then three relievers did a great job for the Cubs. Couldn't touch Asley. Brewers had a chance to late in this game. They got a leadoff bunt single by Christian Yelich. I thought maybe we should have tagged up on a sack fly. Instead, he stole on the next pitch and got thrown out easily at second base. And, and that pretty much was the ball game. One, two, three in the ninth inning. Corbin Burns, I thought, pitched great. Seven strong innings out of him. Uh, get, couldn't score many runs, couldn't get anything going. But again, yeah, tough to be critical on these guys because they've been so good offensively. And they still got a four-game lead in the division. Let's get back at it, Brandon Woodruff. Afternoon game. We'll talk to you coming up in a little bit here with a full edition of Locked On Brewers.
0: Tommy Edman came up as a pinch hitter and got the walk-off single for the Cardinals over the Padres. Our Locked On hosts go through an exciting finish.
10: So that's what winning feels like. Hey, it's JD from Locked On Cardinals, and the Cardinals used the long ball and some small ball to get a win in extra innings over the Padres. Coming into the game on uh, Tuesday night, Wilson Contreras was in the midst of an 0-15 funk. He breaks out in a huge way. Solo shot in the sixth inning, and then the big blast in the eighth inning. The game-tying two-run bomb to dead center field on an 0-2 count. Uh, then in the tenth inning, they got a two-strike sacrifice bunt from the left-handed Richie Palacios against all-world left-handed closer Josh Hader. That is not something we've seen a lot of this year for the Cardinals, but it moves the ghost runner, Mason Wynn, over to third base. The Padres counter by walking Paul Goldschmidt, thinking they'll get Nolan Gorman up at the plate. Lefty on lefty matchup, not so fast. That sneaky Ollie Marmel ends up pitch hitting Tommy Edmond, who on the very first pitch he sees from Hayter, drives it deep to left field. It's the walk-off RBI, and uh, that's a win. That's a win for the Cardinals. It snaps their four-game losing streak, and for one night at least, Cardinals fans have something to smile about. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on.
0: The Reds and Giants met again with big playoff implications for the two wildcard hopefuls and our locked on hosts go over who won Tuesday's matchup between Cincinnati and San Francisco.
11: Uh, That just happened. Alex Cobb took a no hitter into the ninth inning with two outs and very sadly he did give up a double with two outs in the ninth inning. But he, f- he followed up an unbelievable performance by Kyle Heron. Last night, with an unbelievable near no hitter of his own tonight. So, uh, one of the other things that stands out is that in both cases, manager Gabe Kapler let these guys go beyond the planned pitch count, feel for the game, something he doesn't get a lot of credit for he has shown it in these last two games for sure cobb threw a ton of pitches his career high and even after he gave up the hit a lot of managers will take the guy out he left him in so i love that and i love to see the giants starting pitchers besides just Webb, performing at an elite level these last couple of nights so we'll break it down tomorrow on Locked On giants where it's your team every day
0: the Dodgers jumped out to a 3-0 lead in the first and never looked back as they beat the Diamondbacks yesterday. Our Locked On hosts recap that matchup in L.A.
12: Well, it's official. The Dodgers played nine series in the month of August, and they won them all. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks to take the first two games of this three-game series, which guarantees another series win. And they are now 23-4 and four in the month of August with two games left to play just a dominant month for the Dodgers. This was a nine to one win where they knocked around Merrill Kelly second straight day that they knocked around a very good diamondback starting pitcher, Zach Gallen on, on Monday, Merrill Kelly on Tuesday, and this Dodgers offense can't be stopped. Again, it was mostly the middle and bottom of the lineup that got the job done. David Peralta, Jason Hayward, and Chris Taylor had three hits each. Of course, Mookie Betts had a couple hits, including a home run. Will Smith added a home run. Uh, Freddie Freeman was really the only non-contributor in this game, which we don't get to say very often. So a lot of fun in this game, a lot to talk about. So be sure to check out Locked On Dodgers like you do every weekday morning.
0: That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We are getting down to the nitty gritty of it. The playoff push is here. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.